Well, would it be uh, almost Purim if we didn't discuss some massive comedy night that's happening in the New York area? Of course not. But since Purim is coming up on uh, Monday night, let's get ready for Purim with our friends at Stand Up New York. Um, This coming Sunday, March the 5th, starting at 8 o'clock, you'll have an opportunity to um, be part of a... um, a comedy show is going to feature a whole bunch of amazing and incredible comics, many of them well-known, including Dovey Newberger, who's visiting us, first in-studio guest in the brand-new Teenex studio of the Nahum Siegel Network. A pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. A pleasure to be here, and I have to say, I think it's particularly apropos that I'm the first guest <laughs> in the new studio. I'm glad you approved of my selection. <laughs> it's, no, it's come full circle. You know, I, I might have been one of your first campers when I was a baby. And uh, <laughs> You talk about all the years that have gone by. Boy, now, now I'm starting to get to wax nostalgic. And we have, we have to talk about Sunday nights of Ed. So we'll focus on that for a moment. First yeah. of all, I asked you off the air how the other uh, event, remember you did the... Uh, the oh, other, Hanukkah event. Yeah, yeah. And, and you told me off the air that it was a, a big hit, that things went really well that night, thank God. Yeah, thank God it went well. It was uh, one of the comics didn't show, so we had to make a couple last-minute changes. Um, this event's a little bit different. I mean, that one was in a shul, right. um, semi-sponsored by a shul. Right. And this one is uh, in a comedy club. But um, same goal. Just bring people together, laugh in the right. spirit of uh, in the spirit of right. Are all the comics on this lineup uh, aware of the holiday of Purim? Um, I can't say I, I fully disclose that to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so something, some some of them just think they're showing up to do a nice comic routine. Comic so routine. I, yeah, I mean, there's uh, so there's a host, and I think I believe four or five comedians. I think that four of the comedians are Jewish. One mm-hmm. is not. Originally, I wanted to call it four Jews and a guy walk into a comedy walk into a, a comedy club. Right. Um, so definitely one of them will. Sh- I, I can't promise he's not going to leave Jewish. Maybe we'll be Mikhaim then to the Megillah when it says. Uh, wow. The Rov Meyamayar it's Misiadim. Very ra- very rabbinic of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so the story is that one of the comedians, Jeffrey Asmus, a very talented young comedian, up and coming in the scene in New York City, and I was at one of his shows. Um, downtown, and I was blown away. I go to a lot of comedy shows, and I the the best one I went to in uh, recent memory a couple weeks ago. I went to see my favorite comedian. His name is Shane Gillis. He's one of the top comedians in the world right now, and he was playing with this guy. Right. Was kind of I, I don't know, but he was one of the other comedians on the lineup, and I was absolutely blown away. And when I when Eric, who's the uh, co- my co producer, who's the Israeli uh, producer, produced Eric, a lot of shows in stand up and why Eric Angel, yeah. His, his his real last name is Malachi. He goes by his stage that's, name is Angel. That's yeah, very funny. So he so when he reached out to me about doing a, a perm show on the Upper West Side, I said absolutely, I'm all in. But we got to get this guy. No, he's not. We'll make him an honorary Jew for the night. Whatever we got to do, we we'll give him bar mitzvah. But he is he's out of this world hilarious. Wow, that's great. So here's the lineup. Here are some of the people that are going to be appearing with Dovey Newberger that night, this coming Sunday. Steve Marshall, Jeffrey Asmus, who you mentioned, Jared Waters. Eric Angel, again, the host, as you mentioned, and Leah Forster, who's pretty well known to this audience. And all of them together are going to uh, get everybody into the Purim spirit because Monday night is Purim. Sunday night, everybody gets to rev up in anticipation of the big holiday. Yeah. I mean, it'll be a little bit awkward because we got the fast day in the middle. So that's always fun. <laughs> yeah. 
It's a different type of fast day, though, because it's Erev Purim. People are like, okay, I won't eat, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to be, you know, yeah. in, in a Purim spirit already. All right, it's happening at Stand Up New York. That's where? That's downtown, midtown, uptown? Where is that? No, Stand Up, it's, uh, it's an old comedy club on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. It's a Jewish comedy club, actually. They have a lot of Jewish events. It's, it's owned by a front person. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, StandUpNY.com for tickets. I'm assuming it's not sold out yet, or am I wrong? Um, your guess is as good as mine. It might be sold out already. I, I don't think it is, but I would hurry up if I were. Those of you who go. are inclined to spend Sunday night really getting into the Purim spirit, we recommend Stand Up New York with these uh, six comics who are going to be together on stage, including Dovey Newberger, who continues to hone his skills and make his mark in the area of comedy. It's a special Purim show. They're calling it Sunday Club Laughs, a special Purim show this coming Sunday night. The doors open at 7, the show begins at 8 o'clock, and there is a website for tickets, StandUpNY.com. Again, that's StandUpNY.com. And as you pointed out, or I should say as the publicist pointed out regarding Sunday night's event, the comics that are, uh, uh, that are on this bill have appeared on some of the uh, really well-known networks and uh, comedy channels and uh, streaming platforms. You're talking about people that are very experienced at this. Well, except, well, given the obvious exception of one of those comics, yeah, <laughs> it's it's an incredible opportunity for me to, to perform with some of the most talented comedians in New York. Um, as you mentioned, Leia Forrester really kind of took the, the from comedy world by storm a couple of years ago. And she's really taken off. She's incredibly talented. Yeah. Uh, her impersonations, I don't right. know if you've ever seen sure. her. Uh, yeah. Uh, she's created a bunch of different caricatures that represent all these different uh, personas within the from world. I remember when she was just becoming Leia Foster. Um, all right, so the obvious question for you, which we did last time you were here, um, you, uh, you you tend to emphasize some of the interesting and um, I don't want to say wacky, but some of the you know some of the things that only us as members of the community would likely understand that would likely laugh at. Right? That that's of that was course. the direction you were going in Hanukkah. Is this direction for you going to be the same? Are you using the same approach on Sunday night? Uh, definitely to an extent. There there are bits that will definitely be geared towards uh, from people and, and even within that certain things that would only be unique to my life of growing up in a, in a, a rabbinic household. I always say that being a stand-up comedian is not that much different than being a rabbi. It's, <laughs> a rabbi is like a stand-up comedian with health insurance is what I say. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and uh, I, I always see these lists. I'm sure you've seen this a million times. I think we even discussed it last time. Lists of phrases that only Orthodox Jews would understand. Or that if you would say it to somebody else, they would look at you, look at you like you're completely nuts. Uh, is that going to be part of your routine again? Is that going to be a... Uh, um, do you have any of those that you want to toss out here for the audience to, to, to get a sample of what you mean? I don't know a particular phrase. It's interesting because with, with the hard part for Hanukkah was I was writing almost uniquely a material that was relevant to, to right. a from audience. It was and a shul crowd. What the, the challenging part is actually practicing those material because all jokes that comedians stay on stage have been practiced at what we call open mic nights, which is just other comedians right. bouncing. So there was no opportunity for me to practice that. Right. Whereas here, um, most of the material I was, I was able to, to workshop. And what I found was is that even when you walk into a, a random open mic night in New York City, you can count on at least like it's very it's very hard to find a, a total Gentile comedian in New York City. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if hard to find someone that doesn't get some of the Jewish references. <laughs> right, at least one of their parents. Usually, comedians like to talk about how one of their parents, at least one of their parents, is very disappointed in them, and you can bet that that's the Jewish parent. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, and but some might argue that you know, Shabbos table, either with your family or with you know uh, other people in the community or Upper West Siders, like isn't that a good venue to it, try out some of this stuff? Yeah, it is. To, uh, I mean, once you, my friends, right. at, my friends at this point, like realize if I'm going a certain place in a conversation, they're like, are you testing us? Are you testing right. a bit on us? Like. So, um, so what's a, give me, give me the title or the theme of a new bit for Sunday night. Is there anything, anything you could share? So with a lot audience? of things like uh, there's a, there's a very famous comedian. Uh, his name's Ari Shafir. He's, he, uh, grew up very much in the from, from world. Right. Uh, went to Yeshiva. I think he even might've started at YU for a little bit, but, um, he is a very successful comedian and he has a special where basically it's, it's a room full of mixed of like, of Jews, people that grew up similar to him and a lot of secular non-jews not from people and he kind of cracked this code where he realized if you explain anything we do as jews to non-jews it will be hilarious right it's a great routine yeah (laughs) so there is one one bit i'm working on the end about kind of someone a jewish person a from person trying to explain the story of purim to uh to a non-jewish person and it is wildly funny if what we realize that uh some some of the things we talk about very casually oh now you piqued my curiosity well, y'all, Nachum, there, there are uh, there are tickets available. There right? are two tickets in the front row <laughs> waiting for you and Stacy. <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, I knowing the, knowing the way I love uh, um, uh, comics, I'll just be cackling all night because I I just love comedy. I think it's you know and these, that, these observations like you just said. I mean, the Purim stuff must be hilarious. I can only imagine you know how you're explaining bringing food to people's homes, uh, you know, and things like that. And well, yeah, the, the delivery service that's going on all day, you know, etc. Yeah, <laughs> so. The day we encourage our, our kids to go from house to house ask, asking strangers for candy. Right. <laughs> and for cash and checks. Right. <laughs> if you want to extend it to those who are assigned to fundraise on Borum, that's a sore topic for me, frankly. But uh, <laughs> Yo, the limos. Yeah, I forgot. About yeah, the that. limos and the camels and the and the costumes. And the the limo, yeah, but the, the limos, I don't, I, it's not even so much a part of my child. The limos are relatively new. Right. And also not really a Jersey thing. I think the limos is more of a New York thing, I think. And maybe I'm wrong. Right. I may be wrong about that. Yeah. Uh, but the costumes and the horn honking and the double parking and the, uh, you know, all that stuff. You know. Right. A lot of material. Anyway, come Sunday night, you'll find out. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it is happening Sunday night. Best way to get ready for Purim is a special Purim show at Stand Up New York. Steve Marshall, Jeffrey Asmus, Dovey Newberger, our guests this morning, Jared Waters, Eric Angel, and Leah Forster in a pre-Purim event this coming Sunday night. The doors open at 7. The show begins at 8 o'clock, and tickets are available at StandUpNY.com. StandUpNY.com. Dovey Newberger, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, it's just a, it's a pleasure to be here as always. And give me an observation, something, something about <laughs> Shabbos, Yantif, Purim, something. Give me, give me something to leave this conversation. So I'll, t- I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you, I speak, I in my in my set, one of the things I like to talk about because obviously something that I've a big part in my life is Shaduchim. So I love explaining like the Jewish matchmaking process to to non Jews. We were just talking about Gamzu Lee last hour. That's funny. It's a new website where they're trying to match. Uh, oh yeah. Match so so one of the parts of my set is that the uh, there's a very the very the most common Shachanim will tell you a lot to go and do activities. Right. 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 Here, and here are good date options. Yeah. Of what to do. And I find the most common activity that from girls love to do ping pong, axe throwing. No way. Yeah, absolutely. Really? And I think it's more than like, ping pong, more than pool. Yeah, this oh, is their favorite activity, and it. Why do you think that is? I wonder. Although that could cause cause for a good routine, right there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I have no idea. But it's funny because so the thing I'm observing is that 
Shad Khan will, will often say, like, you can't go to a bar, you can't get drinks. It's not, they're not comfortable. <laughs> it's not so proper. These girls, they're not comfortable getting a tequila soda at a bar, but but they're concerningly comfortable with Native American warfare. <laughs> and, they'll, and they'll throw an axe right. uh, at the target, and uh, that's how they'll spend their night. So I guess there's no way to explain it other than laugh at it, huh? Yeah, so uh, that's a... Does that count as that observation? It certainly does. I remember back, I and mean, I'm sure you've heard all these routines. Um, uh, Mark Wiener, and this is you know now I'm really showing my age. I mean, you've heard of Mark? No, I haven't. So I'm he sorry. he was on Nickelodeon's Wienerville and a bunch of other stuff. He's responsible for um, a couple other shows on Nickelodeon. I forget, but anyway, he was just starting. He had become from, and he was just starting. We would go Saturday night to see him. This is the 1980s, mid 1980s, and the entire act was based around becoming a Balchuva. And uh, he said that he was invited. <laughs> I don't know why I crack up every time I say this, but he was <laughs> invited to someone's uh, apartment on the Upper West Side, and it's on the twentieth floor. And they, you know, he didn't want to. He's a Balchuva, after all. He doesn't want to go use the elevator or ask somebody to press the button and all that. <laughs> so, so uh, they say to him, "Get into the elevator." And when someone comes in the elevator, go up with them wherever they're going, and then continue to, you know, at least you'll right. get closer, right? So, so he says, all right, he gets into the elevator, a woman comes in with a basket and hits basement for the laundry room. You know, that's the first <laughs> thing. <laughs> that didn't go well. But then, then he says, I'm standing there on the ground floor in the elevator and a woman walks in and, uh, and she says, where are you going? And, and, and I said to her, wherever you're going. And she goes, ah, and she runs out of the elevator. <laughs> like that type of thing. So he's describing, you know, what it's like becoming from, he's talking about how, um, how he noticed after Kiddish that everybody's uh, putting jewelry in their mouth. So he would. To wash. So he would take his watch and put it in his mouth. He figured, you know, he wants to follow the family custom, you know, stuff like that. Just, and then, of course, Marvin Silbermans, who wrote for Jay Leno on the Tonight Show for God knows how many years. Uh, so he always used to do an act that uh, included props, um, you know, in Jewish life, like the 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 kiddish fork that folded four hundred times, uh, unfolded, you know, a few times until it was long enough to reach over everybody to grab something off the table. You know, he would demonstrate all these things with with prop Uber. So, you know, this thing of making fun of you know Oh, it's not a it's not a new genre yeah, by, by any means. In fact I admire you and others, you know, who are in this space because a lot of it's been done already. A lot of and you have to think of more and yeah. more innovative ways of presenting it. And although the truth is is our community evolves, there's always new stuff. Oh, I, yeah, never leaves uh, you there's know, never act, a shortage of things to make fun of. Was not in the 1980s, exactly, yeah. So there's always something to talk about. Anyway. But there are, yeah, there are so many like uh I have a sister in Atlanta. When I go there, I meet so many. I always right. meet new there's people in both directions. People that grew up from that found their way in Hollywood right. and then people who didn't necessarily like came from the other angle who were in comedy and then found a Jewish community in uh in LA or New right. York or wherever it was, and then um, they find themselves in the in the from comedy world kind of by accident. Well, my favorite uh, Marvin Silverman's Jay Leno story, and I asked Jay personally about this when I saw him, and he remembered it. He, he thought it was hilarious. Is that he says he's, uh, Jay would would say to at these writers meetings, he would say Marvin comes up with a new holiday every other day, <laughs> you know, uh, Passover, and then he has to take off for Rosh Hashanah. Now he thought of a new one, Shashashasha. Uh, that is what Leno says in reference to Shavuos, right? He goes Shashashasha says that I. I don't even believe it's really a holiday. So what did I do? Leto says, so what did I do? He says that on the next day, he's walking on the street in LA and he sees a couple of guys who are noticeably Jewish. And he says, 
I want to ask you a question. Is there a holiday today called Chuck or Shot? They go, yeah, it's a holiday. I couldn't believe it. Marvin was not, you know, trying to, you know, trying to uh, get away with something. It was a real holiday. That's like that's there's a there's a moment in uh, Ari Shafir's special that was, that was the special I was referencing before where he, uh, and you're again you're not going to understand if you don't watch the special why, why this could ever be funny. But he wants to. Uh, Explain the rule of Batul Bashishim. Oh, gosh. To a room full of non Jews. Oh, God. Which we should just explain for those listeners. Uh, something is, uh, I guess, dissolved, right? It's considered completely dissolved if it's in a. It's if it's in a mixture that's 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 60, more than sixty times greater than of the trafe amount. And right. and when he's explaining this, he says, let's say you have a, a pot of soup and a, a piece of pig falls in. So if it's so minuscule. And he says, and and there's a couple from people there. And he says, watch this. He says, how how much does it have to be? And they all scream, one sixtieth. And he says, I promise we didn't plan that. That's so great. It was funny. I remember what, sometimes people are comedians without realizing they're being. They're, people are funny without realizing they're being funny. Or those usually aren't comedians. I should That's, say it differently. <laughs> I should say it differently. People are trying. People are will say something funny, but you wouldn't expect it from them because they're not a comedian. What am I referring to? When when Senator Joe Lieberman spoke at YU, this is again back twenty years ago. So he was telling a story about um, when he lost the election. Well, no, he was telling a story yeah. about uh, about Sarah Palin uh, when she was having trouble on the campaign route on the campaign trail. So they brought him in because they figured she's a religious woman, you know, from religious background. He's from religious background. Maybe he can give her, you know, some encouragement of how to do certain things, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So he said, so we're in YU, right? We're in Lamport Auditorium with a, with a thousand people hearing this conversation. And he says, yeah, I was brought in to take care of the lonely hockey mom of faith, which is, of course, a reference to the Rub's book, Lonely Man of Faith. And, and, and then he follows that by saying this is the only room where I could say that and I actually get a reaction, you know, because, again, the yeah. context, right? He, he has a very famous story, which, is, uh, which references like a, a large genre of of Jewish comedy of Jewish wives and Jewish mothers where oh. when he lost the election here he'll always be vice president he'll always be the second most important <laughs> right, person right. In, the, in this house his wife saying don't right. worry here you'll always be the second most important person <laughs> pretty funny actually yeah. anyway so there you have it so uh, as you see this is a topic I like discussing and uh, we have a lot of fun with it and I hope to be back here soon for the next one what's going on pre-Pesach I don't know maybe we're going to do a Shusha Show who knows Pesach you could be on that on that circuit where you know on these uh, all these shows in the different hotels and uh, oh yeah, yeah I mean w- the whole Pesach program opens yeah. up a whole genre of uh, have I you think, des- have you decided where you'll be spending Pesach what area of the globe you'll be at for Pesach well there's nothing wilder and funnier than the Newberger Pesach Seder oh really there's nothing that gives more material for a community. really yeah do the people who lead the Seder know that that they're providing a lot of material yeah really yeah absolutely and the Seder will end around what time is that the uh, because this is one of my favorite My routines. Seder, I, everyone's Seder ends at a different time at the Seder. Oh, they check out at different times. Yeah. Uh, no, about, about 2.15. Not it's, too bad. Not too bad. That's For me, that's late. For well, me, for me, I'm not there either. So for me, it's late. <laughs> I saw but. But, but my favorite routine is the next morning in shul. Right? Again, something that only from people would get. The next morning in shul, when one guy walks over to the other, what time did you end? 2.15. is oh, I was 2.20. You know, it's always got to be. Yeah, I'm still going right now. My yeah, kids are. Yeah. Exactly. 3.30, we finished 3.45, you know. So. Right. <laughs> That's always the badge of honor, who has the later Seder. Dovi, good luck Sunday night. Thank you very much. I can't wait to see you guys there. <laughs> StandUpNY.com. StandUpNY.com. Get ready yeah. for Perm, everybody. No better way than with some great comedy. And you're listening to JM in the AM. <laughs>